Hello, good morning, and welcome to another exciting episode of Compact Discourse right here on WEGL 91.1 FM, Auburn's premier home for student-run radio since 1971. As always, I'm your host, Jack Hart. We'd like to welcome in our listeners and viewers from across the Auburn and Opelika Megaplex, as well as around the world, however you may be tuning in today, whether that be on your terrestrial radio antenna, in your car, home, or otherwise, or on the Information Superhighway on WeagleFM.com on your mobile device, desktop, or beyond. And then we always have our podcast available wherever podcasts are heard on your podcast player of choice. I use Transistor. It's pretty good. We're happy to have you here in the booth with us for Auburn's only student-run drive-time morning show. As always, we are broadcasting live from the Bradley Basin WEGL studios here in the bowels of the Harold Melton Student Center on the campus of Auburn University, where once again it is unseasonably chilly outside at 53 degrees and sunny on this fine Wednesday morning as we have reached the two-thirds point in the fourth month of the year. 2022 is already flying by. It is the 20th day of April, year of our Lord, 2022. From all of us here at WEGL and Compact Discourse, we wish you a most sincere good morning as we get on with the show. And thank you for choosing to spend your Wednesday morning right here on the airwaves with WEGL 91.1, celebrating 51 years broadcasting over the Auburn area starting uh, tomorrow, I believe, is the birthday party. So I'll inform you about that in just a little bit. But at this point, I would like to remind our audience that if at any point in the next two hours you feel so inclined to ask a question, drop a hot take, or in the highly unlikely event that I get something wrong, if you want to correct me, you can go ahead and call in at 334-844-9345. It is 334-844-9345 on your telephone. You can also send us a tweet at cdiscau. That is at c-d-i-s-c-a-u on Twitter. That's the blue one with the bird. And uh, we would love to get back to you on that. Follow the Twitter account for a lot of exciting content. Uh, we post um, some interesting stuff on there, I would say. Uh, consistent, it is not, but entertaining, it is. So uh, if you want some out-of-context compact discourse, if you just want a link to the podcast on our Transistor page, or if you want to interact with the show, like a friend of the show, Logan Hurston, did. If you remember yesterday, we were talking about bowling, whether or not it would be possible for an amateur novice bowler like Davis or I, if we were given a fresh arm at the end of every game and unlimited bowling at the bowling alley, about how long would it take us to pull a perfect game? Because really, I mean, I've bowled a strike before, and a perfect game is just bowling 12 strikes in a row. So I don't know. Law of large numbers. I feel like you're, you're dealing with a, like a Shakespeare being typed by monkey scenario there. It's going to happen eventually. So uh, Logan weighed in and said he pulled he bowled a perfect game in Wii Bowling, which that's commendable as it is, I would say. Uh, maybe not as commendable, considering the Wii Mote weighs uh, like a pound and a half to a, to a bowling ball's 10, 11, 12. But I think I think the uh, the mental strain is where is where Wii Bowling gets you, rather than uh, on, your, on your forearm. All right, with that, we're going to jump right into the show. Thank you for everyone tuning in this morning. Thank you to everyone who tuned in earlier on in the week. It's been a fun week of shows. Thanks to Alex and Davis for joining me. Earlier in the week, uh, they have a new podcast out. I actually listened to their episode of Through the Lens about, it's a bit of an old one, but uh, The Batman, the movie with Robert Pattinson. That's uh, quite quite a good film, uh, I, I've heard. You know, I'm not, I'm not quite a film connoisseur, 
but from from my film head friends, they they seem to enjoy it. Davis enjoyed it so much that he went back and watched it in the theater. I think five times. Um, the biggest takeaway from that movie for me was how good the the the, uh, the soda was at the movie theater that day. It was I was thinking about it for weeks. Um, with that, yeah, I will recommend uh, through the lens on your podcast player of choice. However, you hear compact discourse, you can also hear through the lens with Alex and Davis, who are friends of the show. They talk about a different movie franchise or theme or new releases every single week, and it's quite entertaining. And you might just hear a familiar face or two from this show on that show, whether that be me or Chris Tobias or Will Root or even J.P. Williams, who has made his debut on the Through the Lens show this past week. I think they talked about cowboy movies, maybe? I don't know. But with that, that's a great segue into, I mean, Cowboys and J.P. With that, we're going to have to play the... PSA advertising Weagle's birthday party, which I'd love to tell you about. But first, I'll let JP take it away. Have you heard the news? WEGL is turning 51 this year. Come celebrate Weagle's birthday with us on April 21st and 22nd with 24 hours of specially curated programming from 5 p.m. on Thursday to 5 p.m. on Friday. Every Weagle show under the sun and moon will be out celebrating with us, so why not join them? Tune in on your radio at 91.1 FM or on our website, WeagleFM.com. That's WEGLFM.com. Once again, Weagle's 51st birthday bash is on April 21st to the 22nd from 5 p.m. to 5 p.m. See you there. Now, what you got to say about that? What I have to say about that is that I am very excited to be a part of another Weagle Day celebration. Weagle Day was an annual event that was started last year to celebrate the station's 50th anniversary of being on the airwaves. We had some awesome alumni come hang out with us in the studio, and we did put on a 24-hour show, just like we plan to do again this upcoming Thursday and Friday to celebrate our 51st year on the air. Pretty much, if you have a show you like on Weagle, it will make an appearance across this 24 hours. I like to think of it as a whole week of Weagle compressed into one day, and it's going to be pretty fun. So every show you enjoy hearing on Weagle, whether that be on the air with Adam, or Country Boots with Roots, or uh G- jp show with the woodstock hour and even through the lens they're all going to be in attendance every weagle show under the sun and moon is going to be out as jp said and uh it's going to be a lot of fun so we're looking forward to that and we're looking forward to the much anticipated end of the semester as we will have the uh, passing of the scepter ceremony from one station manager to another as changes come to wegl as they uh as they are wont to do so uh with that, I think we can finally move on to uh, what we were going to talk about today. I thought we could start with baseball because I watched some baseball last night. I watched some Auburn baseball last night in which um, Auburn required a bit of an uh, exciting comeback, I'd say, to defeat the visiting Alabama State Hornets in a midweek game. Um, I think at one point Auburn had a 5-1 to one lead. And then uh, I got this from, from Griggs Blankenberg, who is a WEGL sports reporter. If you'd like to go follow him on Twitter, Griggs informed me that after walking six consecutive batters, that 5-1 to one lead quickly evaporated. I think it was a 4-1 to one lead, and it evaporated, and Alabama State was, losing, was winning 5-4. to four. So Auburn had to find a way to come back from that one, and I believe it was the hero, the catcher, the right-handed pitcher, Nate LaRue, who got the walk-off hit in that one. 
and uh, Auburn got the 6-5 to victory over the visiting Hornets of Alabama State. I believe that's the second game they played against Alabama State. The first one was way back in February. And uh, 2-0 and against the Hornets. And then uh, I believe they will be hosting Kennesaw State at Plainsman Park this evening. So two midweek games to uh, satisfy your baseball cravings this week. And then the Auburn baseball team will be hosting the University of South Carolina who will be visiting Plainsman Park this upcoming weekend for a three-game set. All right, jumping over to Major League Baseball, let's take a look at your scores from last night. Here's a quick rundown of all of the action. The Washington Nationals in the first game of a doubleheader defeated the Arizona Diamondbacks 6-1. The Mets and Lindor walk it off 5-4 against the San Francisco Giants in 10 innings. The Yankees put their stuff together. Garrett Cole has a terrible outing, but the Yanks beat the Tigers 4-2 in Detroit. The Cardinals travel down to South Beach and defeat the Marlins 5-1 in the second game of that doubleheader. The Nationals defense puts on a show and defeats the D-Bags 1-0. The Boston Red Sox double up on the Blue Jays 2-1 over in Fenway as part of that Marathon Monday series. Red Sox victorious in that one. Second game of a doubleheader. The Mets get the two-game sweep against the Giants. They defeat Los Gigantes 3-1 to improve to 9-3 on the season. I believe that's the best record in the National League. The the Milwaukee Brewers defeat the Pirates 5-2. Tampa Bay Rays finally get one against the Cubs. They defeat the Cubs 6-5. The Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim go into Minute Maid and defeat the Astros 7-2 as Ortega gets the win in that one. And Frambler Valdez saddled with the loss. KC defeats the Twins 4-3. The Rocks put on an offensive showcase as they defeat the Phils 6-5. The Athletics double up on the Orioles 2-1. And the Padres defeat the Reds 6-2. A postponed game, the White Sox and the Guardians. I think that was the second straight game of that series postponed to inclement weather. The makeup date is set for today, so we will see a doubleheader in Cleveland. The Mariners defeat the Rangers 6-2. And lastly, in a series I had my eyes on, the Atlanta Braves. I think uh, they will go 3-1 and defeat the Dodgers. They all hit the Dodgers 12-2 out in the Chavez Ravine. Freed gets the win. Bueller gets the loss. Kenley Jansen gets the save against his former team. And Adam Duvall goes yard for a two-run shot. Austin Riley scores Ozzy Albies from a third off the check swing. And that was your MLB scoreboard from yesterday. Some exciting games to look forward to today. Looks like pretty much every one of these series is just going to continue. Of course, you got that Guardians doubleheader. But, yeah, everyone will be playing the same team later on today. So more of the same as we look forward to another exciting weekend of Major League Baseball. And that's going to do it for the first segment of the show. When we return, special guest Davis Carroll will be making his appearance on the show. And we will jump into all of the topics relevant to you today, including the news, including the weather, and the NBA playoffs, which had some exciting moments last night. So do not go anywhere. You're listening to Compact Discourse right here on WEGL 91.1 FM. As always, I'm your host, Jack Hart, coming at you live on a Wednesday morning. Thank you for choosing to spend your Wednesday morning with us here on 91.1 and WeagleFM.com. We'll be right back in two minutes with some more of the show. We're hanging out with you till 9 in the morning today, so do not go anywhere.
Welcome back to another exciting episode of Compact Discourse, right here on 91.1 FM and WiggleFM.com. I'm your host, Jack Hart, coming at you live on a Wednesday morning, joined once again by Davis Carroll. Welcome to the show, Davis. What's up? What? I got some baseball news for you. What's up, people? Um, Joe Madden, not a fun guy. Yeah, he was in Get Out. Uh, he was. Go on. Uh, last night, Luke Voigt, new Padre, former Yankee, as you may know, he slid into home against the Reds. I, I recall this. And Tommy Pham, former Padre, I'm a big Tommy Pham fan, good Fam player. Fam. He was really good in uh, the show as in well. In the Pham club. I had him batting like 500 in the club, Boom. or in the show, but that's beside the point. Uh, Tommy Pham took issue, I'm sure as the rest of the Reds team did, with Luke Voigt sliding into home, and he said... He knows a gym in San Diego, he played there, that he can fight Luke Voigt at. Oh? If they want to fight. <laughs> so there's that. That's interesting. Tommy Pham's an inspirational story, man. He was he was in the minors for like 10 years, and look at him now. Running over people. Boom. Getting run over. Fighting people in gyms, yeah. local gyms. That's all I got. That's pretty That's pretty exciting. Um, The Joe Madden thing I was talking about was I think he – he intentionally walked in a run while the Angels were already down. Hmm. I don't know. He, he, An he, RBI? He was making it about himself, I think. Multiple but, RBI? Like Joe, like Joe West. But, <laughs> uh, My son. Your son? If I was Joe West, I'd finish it. Oh, okay, I got you. Um, so that's, that's what was going on with Joe Madden. I'm not really sure what all that was about. Have you heard about this new pitch that they found out? The they they they've discovered a new pitch. Mm-hmm. Hold on, I know that D- Joey Lu- Lucchesi had his own has his own pitch, like the slurve or whatever. Kluber has the uh, the clue ball is what he calls it. Hmm. Hmm. All right, I, I I think the Yankees have a weird name for it. Um, yeah, they call it the whirler. Everyone else calls it the sweeper. The whirler. Okay, this is uh this is Yahoo Sports. Tune into long, baseball for long enough in 2022, and you're almost assured to come across an unfamiliar term. The sweeper is the newest weapon being deployed against Major League Baseball hitters. It is a revitalizing of the repertoires of some prominent pitchers and could have, have sweeping implications for the seasons of the Dodgers and the Yankees, the two franchises that invest, invested in it the most. What is a sweeper? It's a variation of a breaking ball distinguished by a horizontal movement more across than up and down. Sweepers are essentially a subset of sliders, an endpoint on a spectrum that traditional sliders in the middle are hard and darting cutters are on the other end. The hmm. pitch is not so much new as it is increasingly prominent and intentional. If teams are making a point of bending sliders into sweepers, maybe we should make a point of understanding the difference. Mm. So there's a new pitch called the whirler? Yes. So... uh. Let's, uh, here, here's what Pitching Ninja has to say about it. Okay, this is, this is who I want to hear from. Movement. Mm-hmm. The sweeper, as the name implies, sweeps laterally more than conventionally than a slider, which will tend to be several inches less than the sweeper. Visually, it's easy to catch on. Uh, if you go to... Uh, Garrett Cole was throwing them the other night, uh, so if you go to see Pitching Ninja, you'll be able to see... Uh, I'll look into this. Yes. Uh, and Corey Kluber... Which I think the clue ball was a sweeper. He just kind of figured it out before everybody else did. So it veers off to the side instead of diving down like a uh, like a slider. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar with the churve? 
change-up curve? Yeah. I've not heard of it. So Joey I know Lu- the slurve. Yeah, there's the slurve. That one's pretty – everybody can kind of do that one. But the churve, apparently only Joey Lucchesi can do it. Lucchesi, Lucchesi. Mm. He just invented it, and now he's on the Mets. So it's like a – it's crazy. It's crazy looking. Unreal. The churve. I don't know how you inv- – I guess I do know how you invent a pitch. You just invent it, but – Apparently they it's have crazy. like like You're the, in the lab like the dot yeah the Dodgers throwing clams and the seashells, the Dodgers and the Yankees have like legitimate labs where they have like wind tunnels and stuff where they throw they use like robots to throw pitches at walls and see hmm. what could be replicated by a human. You know what I think would what? be pretty unstoppable. Tell me. So there's the fork. You ever seen like a fork ball, like a for real fork ball? Yes. Or like a splitter, mm-hmm. rather rather a splitter. Change up maybe? No, 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 no. I don't think that works. That'd just be a bomb. I don't know. I feel like some with a splitter, which is very underutilized in my opinion. Those are pretty nasty. The desk is humming. Do you hear that? I hear like the amp humming thing in my ear. Mm. A curious development. Yeah, it's been doing that. I thought it was going crazy. Okay. Irrelevant. What uh what I was going to say about this I think the way the 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 ball sweeps is that they they kind of put a a corkscrew spin on it mm-hmm. so it gets to a certain velocity where the the laces start snapping against the wind and that's when it breaks left or right if people rather, say baseball rather not than interesting. down the physics of baseball I'd read that book I bet it exists you need to get Kip on that hello Mr Thorne do you like baseball he likes space and black holes I know that baseball that's kind of they're kind of similar. If you go on, if you had the chance to go to space and perform a athletic activity, like you know how the guy hit the golf ball on the moon, right? Which one would you choose? I feel like I I would want to throw like a two hundred yard touchdown pass. Two hundred yard touchdown pass. Well, it'd yeah. be way more than two hundred yards unless someone's there to catch it. Someone is there to catch it. Okay. Someone runs a go route, and I perfectly float it to them 200 yards down the so moon So you'd have surface. to be on the moon. Yeah. We're talking about. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's pretty cool. Well, it could be infinite if in space. Yeah. But it wouldn't have, would have arc to it. I think I'd want to play baseball on the moon. Okay. That's like, actually, I don't know. That'd be pretty unfair. That's just a, that'd be, you'd have to have a giant park. You would have to have a giant park. I wonder what the wonder what the ratio you'd have to increase the park size. Well, but I, I, I like five. I don't think you can run very fast on the moon, so the outfielders sure. have a real bad time of it. Maybe they're in maybe they're in moon buggies. Okay, kind of like uh, I don't know what it's like, like ATVs. I reckon, or yeah. like little hoverboards on their feet. I have like a mental image in my head of someone playing sports, like playing polo on an ATV, but I don't know if that's real. Well, they play them on horses, so I can see that being true. Yeah, okay, could be. Yeah. Horses and ATVs are similar in a way. They both have four legs. Yeah. ATVs are pretty, those things are pretty hard to control sometimes, though. Rough and tumble. Yeah, I used to I used to drive an ATV in my day, a four-wheeler. Davis has been stumped by the crossword this morning. Um, he doesn't know what animal is on the state seal of Idaho. Mm-hmm. It's three letters. Potato. It's three letters, so if you can help him out. It begins with E. It begins with E. It has four legs. It is not emu. It is not eel. And I can't think of not. Well, I that, think they of, just have two and zero legs, respectively. Well, I can't think of any other animals. 
So if you want to help Davis out, brain. you can call in at 334-844-9345, and uh, we'll be one step closer. Don't to get, look it up. To just, this if you crossword. know it, call me. Yeah, any Idahoans out there? Idahonians? Mm. You think, I think it's the second one. Hoans? I think it's, no, I think it is Hoans. I think it is Hoans. Idahoans? Ivan Ho. Heave Ho. So, yeah, that's, that, that's, what's, that's what's been on our minds this morning here. All right, and then... No, no closing thoughts. I just look, look for the sweeper. Follow Pitching Ninja. I follow Pitching. You know he's a lawyer by day. Oh, from what I've heard, from the conjecture, not conjecture. I feel like he just offhand mentioned it one time. Offhand mentioned might, it might be lawyer. true. So uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, baseball evolves in a way that few other games do. Where like, oh, the pitcher learned something, and now all the hitters have to adapt, and then vice versa. Like, they learned how to hit it, so the pitchers have to learn a new pitch. You know? Mm-hmm. I'm sure, actually, all, ga- all games evolve. Like, switching is the new big thing in basketball defense, so, like, pe- people are responding to that offensively. But, I don't know. It's, it's, you can watch, it's more, it's like more of a Petri dish in baseball, because there's fewer moving parts. I think the first sport to be on the moon would be golf. Oh, yeah. Because baseball, the pitching. There's no, there's no defense. Yeah. You just kind of hit it. They've done it before. Did that ball ever land? It has to have landed. It didn't. Yeah, it kind it, of left the atmosphere. No, the it, the non-atmosphere of the moon. It it didn't hit it hard enough to leave the atmosphere. Understood. He is in the big old suit. Yeah, you would have he to. He was hit, in the big old suit. I think you would have to hit it pretty hard. I I there's a there's a there's a moon. I learned this on a podcast. There's a moon of I think Jupiter mm-hmm. maybe Europa that is so small. No, it's really small. Okay. That the the exit velocity needed is only like seventy five kilometers an hour. Like you could drive your car off the moon. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Get a ramp. You're going. You're going to Earth. You're going home. You don't even. Yeah, I mean, like, you're out of there. If you, I bet, like, if NASA needed to, this is a real interesting discussion we're having here. If NASA was like, oh no, the car's stuck on the moon of Jupiter. We got to get you home. You you get in there and they tell you when you just ooh you ramp it and you'll land on Earth or they'll, they'll like catch you outside they'll Earth. Give you a little alarm clock and tell you when it goes off. Yeah. To start driving. Yeah. Oh you yeah. Have to eighty eight. You have to go eighty eight. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. Someone call Christopher Nolan, man. I think he. That's the next one. Another another space movie for Mr. Nolan. Interstellar two. Don't want it. They're they're growing they're growing uh they're growing wheat in this one. Outer Stellar. To, to fund the movie. Thoughts. Uh. It's a bit redundant. Outer lunar, and they have a they're on a space station around the moon. I don't think that would actually happen because they'd probably just be on the moon. They they would be on the moon. Yeah. Remember that movie with the moon spiders? No. I think it was like Apollo eighteen. That's the name of it. I haven't seen that. Is it the the scary one? It's scary. There's I remember. A, I remember people talking about moon that. Spiders. And in the posters, the the astronaut like, oh, and he's reaching out because he's dying. Could be. Is the moon's gravitational pull strong enough to keep something in uh, orbit for an extended amount of time? Yeah, depending. I mean, you just have to get it right, you know. Mm-hmm. Depending, yeah, because math is crazy. How do they figure all that out? One wrong number, you 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 got three dead guys on your hands. You say math is crazy, but it's the only thing in this universe that makes sense. There you go, boom. Archimedes. It is that. Uh, it is that. Pythagoras. Movie, the. Uh, the movie with the he's reaching out. He's I remember. I remember out. a kid in uh, grade school in like fourth grade. He's like, "I'm going to see this movie. It's gonna be so scary." 2011. 
I, I remember he said it was like zombies on the moon, but it's I don't like, know if that's true. They, they, they look like big dust mites. That's not that scary. Oh, it feels like zombies. That's pretty scary. It just looks like a bed bug. Oh, okay. Next time you're on the moon and you see that, <laughs> Davis going to be like, I'm not scared. If, I, if I'm in a little rover, what's it going to do? If I'm in my, if I'm in my moon rover? I know. I know. I know nothing about this movie other than there's spiders. I have to watch it. Okay. With that, we're going to head to a a quick break. When we return, excitement continues. There may just be a little surprise for you if you are tuning in on the radio or web live stream. Once again, there's an animal on the Idaho State Seal. We need your help to figure out what it is. And we will be back with the final half hour of the show here on WETL 91.1. NBA playoffs are in full swing, and Weagle Day is tomorrow. So just keep it right here on 91.1. I'm Jack Hart, hanging out with you on a Wednesday morning. Do not go anywhere. Welcome back to the show. Baba Booey. That was awesome. Did I find the octopus? I think you pointed to two things. One of them was the octopus. Look at that. I have a I have a knack for finding hidden animals. Oh, just not on crosswords. Look, I I, I can look at pictures, not pull words out of my brain that I can't that don't exist. All right, pal. Uh, the Grizzlies won last night. They defeated the T Wolves by a final tally of 124 to 96. In this one, pretty exciting stuff, I'd say. Anthony Edwards, he went for 20 points. Jean Morant went for 23. Uh, and that was the deciding factor as the Grizz tie the series up 1-1 as it will move on over to Minnesota for game three. How many days? Like, I remember they, they take a lot of days off between on travel. You just like, oh, for maybe like three. Three? Maybe. They're making a walk to Minnesota? Goodness. <laughs> so impatient. You want your players, favorite just, players in, to get hurt? In hockey, there's just a game between every, like, they're not running. They're skating around. Game, day off, game, they're skating day off, game, around. day off. They're not jumping around either. I'm just, I feel like the knee injury degree, the knee, knee injury commonality, that's not the right word either. The knee injury happenings in hockey is not near as often as basketball. Okay, I guess. They're not jumping around. I they're guess, not running I back and they forth. Get, they get tired is what I'm hearing. Mm. Writing off your favorite player. I'm just saying. You sound like LeBron. I can do anything for... 17 Let's minutes. Let's see if you can play 82 games in a row. 17. 82 games in a row. Load management. No, 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 no. 82 games in a row where you play every single one, let's say, if you're so tough. And then you got to play in the playoffs. You're tired, brother. You better be getting in the ice bath after every single game if you want to stay fresh. Mm, I have my doubts. Let's Okay, let's test this. All right. Every... Every other day, you run maybe like five miles back and forth on a court, and then you do it again. Five day- miles? Is that how far they run? Oh, it's probably more than that. They're running back and forth for like an hour. I'm I'm just kind of estimating in my brain, though. I would like to get to I the bottom. Probably like four to five, three to five is in that area. Two and a half. Three. We'll, we'll say three. Because you're not playing the game as well. Okay. So you run back and you, you run your three miles every other day, 82 times in a row. And then we're going to make it 
three and a half where you're sprinting the whole time. See how you like it. I don't know if that's a fair comparison. It's the best I can make in this moment. Give me a day. I could probably come up with a perfect one. Jay Vanderbilt. Yeah, Jared. Nine minutes. Jared. No points. Yeah, I bet he got. I bet he got sweaty. It's tough. That's all I gotta say. Tough for for JV. Okay, I have a I have a proposition for you. Go on. I sent this to Chris. Let me let me get it up real quick. It was basically, so you you okay? Here it is. You join any NBA team, and you have eighty two games to score twenty total points, ten assists, and five rebounds. How it, if and if you win, you get a five year two hundred fifty million dollar contract with that team. However, if you don't reach those numbers, you go to jail for life. I know you don't like these questions, but I'm asking it. I feel like those are both punishments. Playing with your favorite basketball team and getting $250 million if you reach those. Yes, you have to keep playing for five years. That's a jail in and of itself. You could just sit out. Mm. If you don't like, I mean, if you don't like basketball like that. I'm, I don't know. If I, I, my I dreams were in high school were to make the NBA, and then I realized – Pretty quickly, I was like, "Yeah, it's not gonna happen." I don't know if I could do that. Understand? I could get the assists. There you go. That's the easy one, though. Me and Chris were saying, "Why not just do it?" Because like, you could camp in the corner, get some threes, crash on every single board, and just throw outlet passes. I don't think I could get threes though. Like, even if they were, I feel like they would get down there. You gotta start practicing. Start smacking. I feel like even if I could 100% hit rate, I feel like. Anthony Davis would jump out, well, yeah, and smack it out. That's, but you, but you have eighty-two games. Row. Eventually, you're gonna get a few, and that's only uh, seven threes. You have to make ten buckets, just twenty points total. Okay, twenty points, ten rebounds, and five assists. The or no, ten assists and five rebounds. So you, I think you crash every board. You're getting lucky on a few bounces. I think you can get some rebounds. Five, just bounce right into your arms if you crash every single time. Mm-hmm. You probably get really tired from that though. And the ten assists, I feel like just throw, just throw them down court if you can. Yeah, the assists and the rebounds. I think it's just scoring that's the hard part. Unless you're getting fouled, you know. Yeah. I don't. Think, I think I'm doing it. I don't think anyone would foul me. I think I'm doing it. I'm not super confident in my personal ability. But I think with luck and the just amount of time I have, like I think I can shoot threes above average, but not even I couldn't even like I couldn't even grovel at the feet of an <coughs> NBA player shooting wise. Yeah. So I'm not like oh I shoot the lights out, but I think if I just camp in the corner for 82 games, I can make seven threes. Just hopefully the the defense kind of collapses. I'm open in the corner. Some fast breaks. However, the NBA 3 is longer than what I'm used to, so that might mess it up, actually. How long do you get to practice? Mm. you get to practice with the team? I feel like you get used yeah, to it. sure. Yeah, fair proposition. There you go. I'm doing it. Call in, 334-844-9345 if you're doing it, or if you're not doing it, tell us why, I yeah. guess. Could you take a point off Serena? And tell me what the bird, or the, <laughs> is it a bird? Not a bird. The animal has four legs, not a bird. I'm stupid. The animal on the Idaho State flag is, please. I can't think of it. All I, I still only got eel and emu. It's on the state seal. The state seal. Which I could be on the state flag. Knowing America, it probably is. But is it a silly animal? It's not that silly. It's a pretty grounded, serious animal. It's not an eel. One more hint coming up after the break for Davis and for our listeners. So uh, with that, we're going to head to a quick break. When we return, 
we shall talk about this Hawks Heat game as well as the New Orleans Pelicans who tied up the series with the Phoenix Suns. All that and more coming up in the final segment of the show, so do not go anywhere. You're listening to Compact Discourse right here on FM 91.1 Auburn and WeagleFM.com. Has anyone ever Ooh-wah. told you that you look like exactly like Al Pacino? Hoo-wah! Al Pacino, son of a woman? Come on. Hoo-wah! No, no soup for you. Hoo-wah! You come back one year! Welcome back to Compact Discourse right here on WEGL 91.1 FM and WeGoFM.com. Referencing the Seinfeld episode, The Soup Nazi there. Classic. You haven't seen that one. I feel like that... If you haven't seen that one, you've probably heard... No soup for you. Is there a television hall of fame? There's Emmys. I don't know. I feel like if there were like a television museum or hall of fame, that's in it. Like lifetime achievement award for cultural relevance. I reckon, yeah. Or just like important. I don't even know important. Yeah, like cultural relevance. That one's in there. I feel like no soup for you. What's another one? What well, there's there's probably there's definitely other Seinfeld episodes that are in there. Ah, uh, yeah. Festivus maybe because my dad growing up, my dad always said it's a Festivus miracle, and I never knew what it was. I thought he just made it up, and then like a year ago, I figured it. Or whenever I started watching Seinfeld, I figured it out. Hmm. There you go. It's a Festivus miracle. Whenever I keep showing up at the house, that was a miracle. How about George? <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, the Atlanta Hawks. Had an opportunity to steal one on the road in the American Airlines Center, and they did not. They lost 105 to 115 down the stretch. Uh, Bogdanovich went for 29, but woo! Jimmy Butler went for 45. There you go. 11 for 12 on his free throws. So, could not overcome that. Series is headed back to Atlanta with the Hawks down 0 to 2 against the number one seed, Miami Heat. Speaking of number one seeds, let's jump on out to the desert where. The New Orleans Pelicans spoiled the party 125 to 114 over Los Suns in Talking Stick Arena. Is that what it's called? The, Talking Stick the Arena? The Footprint Center. What? It's probably some crypto thing. <laughs> the Footprint Center. Asthmatic crypto. <laughs> Asthma based crypto. Devin Booker, 31 points. Is it Ben Ingram? Brandon. 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 Who's Ben Ingram? Uh, ben. Ingram. Jeopardy? Maybe. Uh, ma- uh, maybe I no, just made this no. up. Who is Ben Ingram? In- Ingram's 11th season with the Braves Radio Network. Oh, There you go. That's who it is. Brandon Ingram goes for 37 points. There you go. And uh, the Pels, Hooper. yeah, Pels get it done. That series is headed back to Davis's beloved Smoothie King Center, tied up. Good. That's a good, it's a good place. Good play. Oh, did you hear? Oh, did you hear about this? Hold on. They they double booked the Smoothie King Center. Oh, with what? It's crazy. You're gonna love this. Was basketball involved? Yes. Hold on. I'm. I'm. I How do you double book? Oh, I'll let you. I'm okay. I'm, people are calling the Pelicans game 
the people are calling the newsroom because in the Pelicans game is the same night as the No Limit reunion tour in the Smoothie King Center. Concert starts at seven. The game starts at eight thirty. They better get done with that concert quick. The No Limit, Master P, Slick the Shocker, Mystical Fiend, Mia X, Choppa Style, Mr. Servon, Juvenile, and the Ying Yang Twins. Oh, wow. I know Slick the Shocker. So, if you're in for a a big night of fun, My goodness. hit the Smoothie King Center on Friday night. So, I was just, I, I didn't. I never thought that they could over double book well, I when think basketball was, because I thought basketball just had, like, first precedent. I, well, I think it's because it's a playoff game. They probably, like, didn't think the Pelicans oh, were going to make the playoffs. Oh, my goodness. So they just so do they move the concert? I, I think that's the easier option. Sorry, playoff game, move <laughs> to tomorrow. Well, I, I saw that uh, the Sixers playoff game was the same day as a Flyers game, which mm-hmm. means they had to change the whole They had court. to pull up the ice in the morning, and then they had the Flyer, the Sixers game at night. But this is there's, there's an hour and a half difference between these two. They gotta they perform so, while they're playing the game. Alternative free concert that could work. Slick the Shocker. I know him because Isaiah Rashad has a song called Slick the Shocker. Okay, okay. There you go. No limit reunion tour hitting New Orleans this. Friday. I know Master P as well. Pretty 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 icon pretty famous. Okay, your other hint towards your mysterious Idaho animal is that this animal is eaten a lot. In the American West, you see a lot of jerkies and sausages made out of this. I'm only thinking of bison. Okay, well, it's not that. So uh, obviously, <laughs> I'll let you keep thinking. Well, well, I'll reveal it. In the it's cre- eaten a lot in the credits. Four legs. Oh yeah, quadruped. I gotta get this. Um, I have I have some news. We will have a guest on the show tomorrow. Believe it or not, Who's for the first time it? in a while. Who's eating it? Uh, Joe Rogan. Elk. Oh, I got it. <laughs> okay. That's all I needed. Yeah, okay. Who who thought I could have so much trouble with such a common animal? I don't know, man. Eel, emu. <laughs> His e- name's Juarez. <laughs> all right, we're going to have uh, our friend Gabby on the show tomorrow. She's a senior in the industrial design program at Auburn, her studio's senior thesis is a project designing and fabricating solid body body electric guitars. And they have a showcase at the art museum, the Collins Art Museum. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are going to be advertising with us tomorrow. Okay. So get All excited right. for that. Will there be a guitar here? Oh, I don't know. I don't know how to play, so I'm not sure why I'm worried about it. Uh, yeah, maybe they'll finally get you into the art museum, Davis. Oh, I've been trying. <laughs> I've been, last time I went, it was locked. <laughs> I, was, I was trying to break down the damn doors. I know how to play Ode to Joy on guitar, so I could whip out a Beethoven classic. So that's what we're looking forward to tomorrow. We're also looking forward to the Weagle Day celebration, which gets started at 4 slash 5 p.m. tomorrow. Yes. Have we discussed the RBI debate on here? I I don't think we need to. It's just no, the debate is between if RBI is plural or singular when saying RBI. The crossword has RBIs. Well, the crossword makes up words to fill in holes. David Ortiz is 1,768, briefly. RBIs. Yeah, they're, they're, they're just trying to fill holes in the crossword. Elk. That's, that's all I'm saying. Okay. They saw the S. They're like, I got the perfect if, word. If, if it was, if it was as convenient for them to not have an S, they would. Th- the words mean nothing <laughs> to the crossword. They're just trying to to pump one out every day. That's why they have South Southwest as an answer every day. It wasn't once a day yet. 
I've yet. finished it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got to do all the whirls and stuff. This guy, this guy David, is punching into the office, doing all his little games. <laughs> I do them all in the morning. I'm sad all day that I don't have anything to play. Why don't you do them when you're not doing other things? I can't. I can't just focus only on the crossword. I get, okay. I get, okay. Okay. I'm 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 contributing here. It so, takes minimal effort for me to just look at a word and go like, I don't know it, and go to the next one. Elk. Oh, I was really hard on. I was pressed on that one. Ilk. You know that word? Ilk. Ilk. No. Type of people or things similar to those already referred to. The veiled suggestions that reporters of his ilk seem to be good at. Interesting. Yeah. Cut from the same cloth. Okay. Ilk. Ilk. Pontificate. I think that would be a good crossword. Ilk. That is a good one. Crossword word. Send it up to... To WAPO? Yeah, WAPO. I've never done New York Times one because you have to pay. Yeah, I, I always did the Washington Post one. Interesting, interesting. Curious. Well, Weagle Day is tomorrow. 5 p.m. is when it really gets cooking. Uh, I know JP's doing a show. I think it's 6. I think Will Root's following him up. Uh, we got Golden Oldies coming on as well. We got Dr. Stanwick. He's going to be in his regular time on the air with Adam. I think he'll be at his regular time at 11 on Friday. Country Boots with Root, I think, is at 1 p.m. on Friday. So... <coughs> If you really want to have some fun, tune in in the wee hours of the morning because that's when the fun's going to happen, I think. We've got Late Night with Logan. we got Compact Discourse. we got Rio's having a show. I mean, it's going to be it's going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be. Might be some raps. There might be some freestyling. You never know what, what, what will happen on a Weagle Day celebration. It's, it's liable to get out of hand. Let me just step. Oh, oh. <laughs> don't, don't spoil it now. So, uh, if you can call in and tell me what I was just about to do, come on, you, you can come you on might, the show and we do might it have, with We us. might have a, a guest spot for you on the oh, Legal oh. Day program if you can. Uh, I, I know a few <laughs> positions you could play. <laughs> I'm sorry. Unreal. Unreal. I, I'm afraid I can't let you do All right. Uh, well, as far as looking ahead to what's going on tonight, once again, there is Auburn baseball tonight against Kennesaw State. There's also some more NBA playoffs tonight. Yep, is that right? Yes, Brooklyn and Boston. Yep. Boston leads 1-0 after a walk-off layup Milwaukee. in Game 1. The Milwaukee will be playing Chicago. Um, What seeds are they? Uh, I think Milwaukee's 3, so... Chicago's 5? Yeah. Let me check. Eastern no, they'd be 6. That add adds up to 9. NBA, correct. Uh, Milwaukee's 3. The Raptors are fifth. The Bulls are sixth. The Nets are seven. There you go. Heat are number one. Hawks are eight. Celtics are number two. Play-in champions. Hornets are number ten. Philadelphia will be traveling north of the border to try to take a 3-0 lead on the Raps. And that's what's up. That's what's going on in the NBA. They really spread these games out, man. They're trying to get some moolah. I'll, I'll call up Adam Silver if I need. I have his number after all. <laughs> that is a long-time fans of the show will remember. Well, I'm also going to jump over. Hold on before we get out of here. Okay, okay, okay. NHL playoffs. It's about to start. Some kicking ice. Kicking ice, as it were, uh, right now in the – hold on. Where's the playoff standings? 
They don't exist. Hockey doesn't uh, exist. Here they are. Okay. In the East, Florida, Toronto, and Tampa are making the playoffs. Carolina, New York, and Pittsburgh are making the playoffs. And your current wild cards right now are the Boston Bruins and the Washington Capitals. Oh, yeah. The playoff field is set, I believe, in the East. It's just a matter of uh, what the seeding will be. And then over in the West, things are still up in the air. The Avalanche, the Wild, and the Blues have the Central Division spots, the Flames, Oilers, and Kings, but that could change. Right now, your first-placed wildcard team is the Nashville Predators, followed closely by the Dallas Stars, trailing them by two points. And then three teams not in the playoffs but not yet eliminated are Vegas, Vancouver, and Winnipeg. They're all fighting for their playoff lives, trying to get in this thing. The big dance on the ice will start in just a little bit now. I think there's just a few more games left to decide this thing. And the hockey playoffs are, of course, the most some of the most exciting sports time of the year. So, I mean, you, you can not you can watch, like, not a second of regular season hockey and get excited about the playoffs. Can't wait to hear that horn. Oh. That's the one. There you go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to another you believe exciting in episode of Compact Discourse right here on WEGL 91.1 FM, however you joined us today. Whether that be from your radio antenna from WeGLFM.com or by listening to our podcast, we would like to remind you that all of our previous episodes are available as a podcast, absolutely PSA break free. Wherever podcasts are heard, just search for Compact Discourse. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at CDiscAU. It's at CDISCAU. You can tweet at us and get your voice on the show. You can also follow WEGL on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at WEGL underscore AU. That's Weagle underscore AU on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Our dedicated team of marketing professionals is working real hard to provide you some high-quality content for fans of the station. And with that, for Jack Harden, Davis Carroll, it's been another exciting episode of Compact Discourse. We wish you a great rest of your Wednesday. We will talk at you tomorrow with a special guest Thursday at 8 a.m. This is Jack Harden signing off. And as always, War Eagle, go out there and have a great day. Weather should be warming up later on this week, so go out there and enjoy it. Talk at you tomorrow.